0: I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward, inspired by guaranteed, straightforward pricing from AT and T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT and T Fiber. Live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com/hypergig for details. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. In elementary school, we learn some indisputable fundamental facts. Two plus two equals four. The world's round. There are seven continents on Earth. But that last one isn't quite so cut and dried. Here in the United States, students learn that there are seven continents. North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, and Antarctica but that's hardly the last word on the matter. In much of Europe, students learn that there are six continents, Africa, America, Antarctica, Asia, Australia slash Oceania, and Europe. There's a five continent model, which lists Africa, Europe, Asia, America, and Oceania slash Australia. And that's by the way, why there are five rings on the Olympic flag. And some experts think that four is the way to go. Using as their criteria land masses naturally separated by water rather than man made canals. So, Afro Eurasia, America, Antarctica, and Australia. As recently as the 1800s, some people said that there were just two continents the old, including Europe, Africa, and Asia, and the new, encompassing North and South America. So, what really makes a continent a continent? We spoke via email with Dan Montello a geography professor at the University of California, Santa Barbara. He said, nothing really determines a continent except historical convention. A bit of an overstatement, but mostly valid. Certain factors make a landmass more or less likely to be called a continent at various times in history by various people. But nothing can be said to determine continentality in a completely principled, non-arbitrary way. Take, for example, the vast country of Russia, 6.6 million square miles or 17 million square kilometers. Why has it often been counted as part of Europe rather than Asia? Montello explained, the Ural Mountains are taken to separate Asia and Europe, but only because Russians wanted their great city of Moscow to be European. So the Urals were a convenient marker for that arbitrary decision. Continents are mostly spatially contiguous collections of landmasses larger than countries but smaller than hemispheres. Of course, continents do not necessarily fit entirely within single-Earth hemispheres and thus cannot be defined by ranges of latitude or longitude. Okay, so how about plate tectonics? If certain landmasses are constrained to one of those massive shifting hulks, can we safely call it a continent? Montello says no. Quote, Quote, Plate tectonics has nothing to do with it historically, and it certainly could not provide a principled basis for continents now. Nearly every continent includes parts of multiple plates. The same goes for climate. After all, continents contain multiple climates, as evidenced by Alaska's Arctic chill compared with Florida's humid heat. They're both part of North America. Mountain ranges and coastlines are useless too, as are culture and politics. Montello said, neither ethnicity, race, culture, nor politics has ever defined continents except by conventional theories that were largely mythical, such as old and fallacious ideas about correspondences between races and continents. Politically, Hawaii is part of the US, but is in Oceania rather than North America. Greenland is controlled by Denmark for now, but is considered part of the North American continent. So really, it boils down to whom and when you ask. Montello said, No one can say as a matter of principled fact how many continents there are because the decisions are largely based on convention and convention that goes in and out of fashion over time and is still debated today. He concedes that these days, many geographers would opt for a list of seven continents, Africa, Antarctica, Asia, Europe, North America, Oceania, and South America. But he added that some of them would combine Asia and Europe into Eurasia identify Oceania in other ways, or combine North and South America into the Americas. He said, there is simply no czar or CEO of continents or any other ultimate authority. So it's pretentious for anyone to claim that they have the authoritative answer. But don't worry, if you can't handle that kind of definition, it's all changing. The continents are drifting at a rate of about an inch or 2.5 centimeters per year. Today's episode was written by Nathan Chandler and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast